Hey, this is Lou Mangello from WDW Radio, and you're listening to the Five-ish Fangirls Podcast. Let's do this. All the way to episode 388 of the Five-ish Fangirls podcast. And I'm pretty sure the D in D23 stands for Dump Truck Full of Announcements. <laughs> Welcome everyone to this week's episode of the Five-ish Fangirls podcast. So glad you could join us. Let's start off like we do it. We're going around the virtual table and see who's joining us this week. If Rachel can talk. Yeah. Uh, this is Chrissy in Salt Lake City. This is Holly from Wisconsin. And this is Rachel in Indianapolis, Indiana, I think. <laughs> My brain is questionable. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm going to sleep well later, I hope. Uh, <laughs> it's been a long day. All right. Well, we've got a lot of ground to cover. So first up, non-D23 related news, or at least stuff that did not come out of D23. Um, so first up, uh, a, a few last minute guest announcements for Salt Lake Fanex, which is coming up this yes. weekend. This weekend, <laughs> as yes, we're recording we... this. We are going, uh, well, we're going Thursday and Saturday. Um, I can, I couldn't get work off, but we're going to go after I get off work on Thursday, Friday, we're just going to skip and Saturday we're taking the kids. Mm. So it should be fun. Anyway, we are hoping cross our fingers to, uh, get a, uh, a, a recording from Charles Mart Martinet, Martinet, mm. the guy who voices Mario. It's a me, Mario. Yes. <laughs> uh yeah he alex is just he loves mario so much we just <laughs> watched yet another playthrough of super mario world <laughs> just now but you know what he's having a good time so it's all good so hopefully mm -hmm. we'll get we'll get to, to meet him and just kind of yeah just kind of chill and have some fun um yeah. yeah so they have the hillywood show is coming they've been there before nice. but coming back and uh uh they're so cool Grinco. the stuff they oh, do. Yeah. I'm I, I know i know we're going to get it eventually but i'm anxiously waiting for their good omens parody yes <laughs> <laughs> the supernatural ones are playing awesome but it's just like i want the good omen with the one now please mm -hmm. thank you <laughs> they'll get to it I don't know. I don't know if they're planning on premiering anything or or whatever. But um, so they're coming, and then also Eduardo Franco, otherwise known as Argyle from Argyle! Stranger Things. <laughs> so that'll be a good time, I'm sure. And uh, you've got three people from Stranger Things coming. So yes, yes, Dustin, Chrissy, and Argyle. I know. I'm like, I guess I'm gonna have to go meet the Chrissy yes. You should. You really I should. I should. I have been I've been trying to find like the sweater that she uh -huh. wears just because I'm like that would be so fun. Even if it's just a, a, like in a t-shirt or something, I'm uh -huh. like that because 
I mean, I was never, ever, ever going to be a cheerleader in high school. Just never going to, going to be a thing. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I liked her. I mean, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, and I hated that she, that yep. she died mm-hmm. in the first freaking episode. Yeah. And then poor Eddie. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah but hey how many so. times do you get to meet someone who plays a character who has your name yes yeah yes. exactly and i i think i mentioned this in passing at one point but I, i'll repeat it so for the longest time because you know okay so my my next youngest sister her name's emily and i have a sister named allison i'm like here's emily's and allison's all over the place sorry you know it's true uh, mm-hmm. in in movies shows and in real life not a lot of Chrissy's, a lot of Christie's, but not a lot of yes. Chrissy's. The only other uh-huh. Chrissy I knew of in movies or whatever before this was the girl from Now and Then. Okay. And she was kind of the really naive, dorky girl that kind of was the butt of everybody's joke. Or um, Chrissy from Three's Company, and that's just as bad. Yeah. But I was like, uh, okay. But then they're like, oh, and you actually spell it the same way I do, because not everybody spells it the way I do. I've mm-hmm. run into some very obnoxious spellings of my name uh-huh. in, the, in throughout the years. But I was like, ah, oh. and she's a fun character and she's dead. But she was yeah. a fun character while she was on mm-hmm. the screen. So I'm like, oh yeah, I I can I can give and the you know then the few scenes that she that she had with Eddie as like, oh you guys are so sweet. And it's like mm-hmm. this is this is how good this show is. It's like just these characters that are just in the show for a little bit of time or, you know, share mm-hmm. scenes for a short amount of time. It, uh, it, it just, it warms your heart. Although I got another funny story to tell you. I know I'm going off on way tangent. So not last week, the week before the ninth and 10th, Jared and I were doing um, Toshokan, which is the, the library's teen anime convention. So we're like the, on the committee and and we're like part of the staff that's in charge of it and there's teens everywhere dressed up and everything and i just wore some of my some of my anime shirts because i didn't really want to dress dress up in anything too wild and crazy and you know have to be have to like you know help set up take down whatever so there was one point i was running somewhere and i had to like go to the bathroom and i had to run back around to get because i think we're going to get ready for the cosplay contest and i had my name badge on and um there were these kids standing outside by the drinking fountain I was refilling my water bottle and and they're like and they're like oh Chrissy you know you died in Stranger Things are you in the upside down and I was like yeah it's me and Eddie we're we're like tight up there and they're like did you guys really get together and I'm like I'm just gonna have to find out (laughs) nicely played yes I'm like I mean I mean I I had a good time at at, at our little convention I was very much reminded why I'm a children's librarian and not a teen librarian because some mm-hmm. of those teens are a little bit uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, it was like that I that I could come back with something like that <laughs> oh, and, oh and the other thing I said and I got a Metallica song dedicated to me so there mm-hmm. nice. <laughs> so it was it was kind of it was a good moment I'm like oh man I mean, this season of Stranger Things was great anyway, but I had a character in that in this series. So, mm-hmm. you know, awesome. So anyway, that was a roundabout way of talking about our first bit of news. 
so we probably should uh, keep going because we got a lot of yeah. a lot of stuff to cover but yeah i will um, i will have a report of sorts coming from fanex i don't know how much um i'll get to talk to people or whatever but i'll take pictures and just yeah come on mm-hmm. you know come on back for it yep oh um a couple of trailers that i don't think necessarily came out of d23 but i think they came out like on disney plus day which was the day before d23 started Mm -hmm. yeah it was Um, all kind of lumped together so who knows and a lot of stuff has happened since then uh (laughs) so uh but we got our first look at the percy new percy jackson adaptation because percy jackson has been adapted before uh, <laughs> so. well uh they can't do any worse <laughs> yeah than <laughs> once before yeah. yeah knock on wood yeah. mm-hmm. so we got that um and then our look at presumably the end of the tim allen era of the santa claus universe so with the santa clauses because his santa apparently wants to retire and the hunt for a new santa claus which apparently their first mm-hmm. pick is peyton manning okay mm-hmm. so i watched this trailer and you know with all the you know, reboots and whatever's that were coming out like there are some that are very it's hit and miss and there's been a lot of misses and i was like oh please don't be awful and stupid and whatever but and i'm sitting there but i'm watching this trailer and i'm like okay like i you know i can believe you know tim allen tim allen mm-hmm. santa claus he's ready to retire i get that and and you know it's and better than being killed like his predecessor that yes so he got the yes job. And, I, and i'm like but and it feels like they're treating it well and then the then the cherry on top was peyton manning is auditioning yeah. for santa claus i'm like okay this might not suck yeah. <laughs> that and then bernard's back i'm like yeah, yes I oh my bernard gosh yes <laughs> bernard is back oh i wonder if the next santa claus is going to be bernard honestly oh that would be nice i like that theory chrissy yes i don't know (laughs) just some about the way the the, the trailer Mm -hmm. about the way that they were doing the trailer i was kind of like hmm or you know that that they introduced him in it i was like maybe Mm -hmm. or maybe it's just because they're bringing him back but eh, it could work so we'll see but this one i mean the trailer it it you know, I you know, it made me actually want to watch it. Yeah, I was a little bit like, "Are you gonna do it right? Are you gonna just, you know, say, oh, you know, we're just cashing in on nostalgia or whatever?" But mm, it might be all right. So mm. I am cautiously optimistic. Yes, and I will. I will take Peyton Manning as Santa Claus over Tom Brady any day. Oh, uh-huh. of course. Well, mm-hmm. see, and this is I'm the with thing. Peyton on that one. Yes. Uh-huh. It's like you know, Tom Brady. You should have retired, then you could have been doing cool stuff like this. No, you got it. You got to go and and run for another ring, and you know, piss off your wife. So you know, mm-hmm. and, and then throw a hissy fit and throw your tablets and all this other <laughs> happy horse hockey on the sideline. Oh, that was so funny. And and oh. the, the, the the commentators were like, oh, you know, be careful with that Microsoft Microsoft Surface tablet. I'm like, how many times are you being paid to say Microsoft Surface tablet? And I think mm-hmm. he, and, and I think he's done this one other time before too a few years back if memory serves yes, correctly. I believe you are correct. It's not like he can't afford to replace it. 
that that is yeah. true and it's just kind of like oh dear yeah. Like, you know, you didn't have to come back, dude. No, you could have stayed with we, Giselle and the kids. It's like, we, we, we were, we were very happy to, to have you retired and, uh, uh-huh. you know, go off to go off and do your own thing. And we, uh, the rest of us just kind of enjoy, enjoy football without you, but no, mm-hmm. you had to come back and just mm-hmm. don't ruin it. Everything. Yes. Well, it gave the sports YouTubers a lot of material to work with. So <laughs> I can never complain about that true but i i guess those car rental commercials don't pay out as much as uh i guess not one thought (laughs) yeah Yeah. so we have to suffer through your nonsense again Mm. Uh, (laughs) anyway anyway peyton manning might be the next santa claus sure i i'll take it Stay tuned to Disney Plus to find out. Coming yep. this Christmas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of winners, there's a segue in there somewhere. Um, mm-hmm. Nicely done. The, yeah. The Emmy Awards uh, recently taken place, and which none of us really realized. <laughs> it yeah. Was like, everyone was like, "Oh, the Emmys happened," and we're like, "They did." <laughs> Yeah, they happened while we were recording. Yeah. Last Monday, I think. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, okay. And there really wasn't too much pomp and circumstance on the TV about, hey, the Emmys are on. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was like like one of the lowest rated ones of memory serves. I saw someone talking about it like the, the, the viewership yeah. was just not there. And it's like, oh, yeah. dear. Well, considering uh, like most of the stuff that we, you know, the type of shows that we like and care about, did win some awards again in the technical categories for the most part um with a a couple of exceptions um so like you know outstanding comedy and drama tv whatever those the ones that won are the ones i expected to win and that stuff that i don't watch um but um we did have what i like about the emmys is they they do have a large number of categories mm-hmm. um so they're in they're very specific <laughs> uh so that does give ample opportunity for stuff we like to win so i will give them that um so um we have outstanding character voice over performance which sounds like a mouthful, but you know, voiceover acting, as we know, as people mm-hmm. we talked about, it's it's for a lot of people that's their bread and butter. They never really mm-hmm. are in front of the camera. They're perfectly fine to be in a recording booth. Uh, but it, but in it this does case, take some talent to do voices. Yeah, yes, yeah. Even if you're playing a character that you're really familiar with, in this case, Chadwick Boseman as mm-hmm. T'Challa's last Black Panther in marvel's what if uh yeah and, so. uh, and i didn't realize he was nominated but i think if i had known it'd be like oh yeah he's gonna win just because that's mm-hmm. how these things go it's mm-hmm. you know and, you know nothing not to take away his 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 um talent achievements in, in any of this but you know uh, po- posthumous uh award giving is not uncommon in in cases such yeah. as this well, and he was always you know. a he was always a pretty cool guy, and 
very like i said very talented so you know yes. good for him yeah and part of me is like also like well that kind of makes up for that academy award snub uh mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. if you if you tilt your head and squint at it yeah so um and um let's see uh the beatles get back documentary won several awards including outstanding directing for a documentary program that so peter jackson like he needs any more hardware but uh <laughs> we will we'll cool. definitely take Out, it <laughs> yeah outstanding documentary or nonfiction series outstanding picture editing for a nonfiction program outstanding sound editing for a non-fiction or reality program um, outstanding sound mixing now, did they get a clean sweep of what they were nominated for, or did they I don't lose know. out on one? Okay, I have no idea. I just have okay. the the winners. Um, so, uh, only murders in the building. Nathan Lane mm-hmm. won outstanding guest actor in a comedy series. Yay! It also won for outstanding sound mixing for a comedy draw or drama series, half hour. Nice. Um, so that's uh cool stranger things walked away with several including outstanding music supervision um outstanding prosthetic makeup which totally vecna right there yeah Yeah. (laughs) everyone can call him could call him you know wish.com lord voldemort all they want but it's still (laughs) still very impressive makeup prosthetic work so um, outstanding sound editing for comedy or drama series one hour um, outstanding sound mixing for a comedy or drama series one hour outstanding stunt coordination for a drama series so that's cool yeah. um and let's see moon Knight one for outstanding sound editing for a limited or anthology series Whoop. Book of Boba Fett, one outstanding special visual effects in a season or movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, an outstanding television movie went to Chippendale Rescue Rangers. <laughs> I still haven't watched that. Thing. I haven't either. <laughs> I haven't either. And from what I've heard, you either you're either going to absolutely love it or absolutely hate it. Apparently, there's no in between. <laughs> oh boy. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I I don't know. Like I'm like, I saw the trailer and I'm like, this is so stupid. I hate it. I'm never gonna watch it. And then all these people that I was like, I was so certain that they would hate it. They're like, hey, actually, it wasn't too bad. And I'm like, are you on drugs? Because yeah. And and will you share? (laughs) But yeah, I'm like, "Uh, I don't know. Right there with you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Do ugly, I like ugly Sonic is still ugly Sonic, and they were right to get rid of it. Yeah. Saying. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. that? Uh, and then um, in the feeds, we have the newest episode of Gold Standard. Um, where we talk about the 
86 Oliver Stone Best Picture winner Platoon. Um, and Man, then you this... guys are cruising through all these. Yeah. Yeah. And then this month's Patreon episode is available out those for those who want to support us on Patreon. And we talk about the insider. Cool. Which I'm getting real sick and tired of seeing Al Pacino's face. So <laughs> you're like, can we get someone new, please? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, because you yeah. do all three Godfather movies and then <laughs> Oh boy. This? And we did Heat, which is another and Michael Heat Mann movie. Oh my Ooh. it's the same director <laughs> as the insider. So yeah, I'm a I'm a You may have talked to Nick about putting a moratorium on some on Al Pacino. Well, I think I think it's more our, our our requesters, our Patreon supporters. <laughs> Granted, the Godfather one and two, those were best picture winners. We didn't have a choice. Right. But we didn't right. have to do the Godfather three. <laughs> but someone gave us money and we it's kind of hard to say no when somebody gives you their hard-earned money well they're kind of like well well you did the first two so you might as well just round out the set. that was pretty much their justification for it so <laughs> and basically they were like the godfather they were making you an offer you really couldn't refuse pretty much uh, now see that's what happens when you open yourself up to 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 audience requests like that because they always want to want to see you suffer <laughs> there is i'll tell you this there is a youtube channel that i watch called historic travels and he talks about like like old ships and stories around them and all that stuff and mostly the titanic but there are others that he that he talks about too anyway somebody like people have been bugging him forever to to watch um this video that just gets all the history wrong but they're presenting it as truth and and it's all just because we want to watch his brain melt <laughs> and he did it last night and i'm like oh you poor thing thank you for doing this <laughs> uh -huh. hopefully he had plenty of adult beverages on the side for him oh uh, definitely had the sweet tea flow and i saw that <laughs> while he was while he was watching and reacting yeah. oh See, the things we do for yeah. our for our audience yeah. yeah at least holly was nice when you, she was making her request and even let us yeah. skip over temple of doom when doing indiana jones so yeah Holly's yeah, not all not all, all of our ones. patron supporters yeah. are saying it <laughs> <laughs> and i'm certain that's because that she knows that's because she knows i know where she lives uh, <laughs> yes ex yes exactly <laughs> it may take me a while to get there but i can get there yes she knows my stopping grounds let's just put it that way yes <laughs> uh, so yeah so uh if you if, if you want to hear us discuss things like the insider and godfather part three you can go support gold standard on patreon uh all right, moving on to feedback. Speaking from people who like to give us suggestions, but in a mm -hmm. nice way. Yes. We have feedback from Shalane. <laughs> uh, she says, hey girls, I was right that you were going to talk about Queen Elizabeth II this week. It's like she knows us or something. 
something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. She said, so I decided to give you girls my thoughts on D23 right now. Um, so yeah, she's going to touch upon some of the stuff we're about to talk about, but that's okay. Um, and uh, she says, first you girls know who Jennifer Lee is. She directed Frozen 1 and 2 with Chris Buck, and now she's the chief head of Disney Animation Studio. Good for her. Cool. Um, And she says um, she has been following the Percy Jackson social medias to get updates. (laughs) Okay. Um, And she thinks that all the kids that were cast seem to be perfect for their roles and the right age, which is always a good thing yeah. kids mm-hmm. playing kids that's always yeah. a good thing yeah. it's been a while since i've read the series i may have to go back and give them a reread yeah. <sighs> um yeah she says i got chills from the little mermaid live action trailer me too mm-hmm. uh she says i wasn't sure about Haley uh playing ariel but uh, after hearing her voice she sounds amazing and she's mm-hmm. excited about the new music written by Lynn Manuel Miranda working alongside Alan Menken. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, she's also excited about uh, some of uh, some stars coming into the Disney bubble. Uh, well, some kind of already have been, but Gal Gadot and Rachel Ziegler are going to be in the live action Snow White, which she's excited about. And she's also excited for Ariana DeBose to play a Disney princess in the new movie Wish. Um, she says the re- the Haunted Mansion movie looks like it's going to have a good cast. And she says Jamie Lee Curtis is probably going to make a pretty good Madame Leota. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says it's interesting we're getting a prequel about Mufasa and the Lion King. Yeah, we'll get to yeah. that. Uh, she says Disenchanted looks funny and cute. And uh, she's excited to have new music. Um She's excited to get some more of the Thunderbolts cast, getting more information about those characters. Um, and then she asks, why haven't we talked about like the Santa Claus <laughs> series? <laughs> Stuff got pushed to pushed to yeah. the back for a while. We would yeah. have. We just, you know, there was a little yeah. bit of there was a there was a big piece of news that you might have heard about. Yeah. And if you go back about five ten minutes or so you'll have heard you'll have heard of a reaction yes, yes. <laughs> yep we'll get to it eventually mm-hmm. that's our unofficial tagline <laughs> um and then Might put that on a sticker honestly yeah really <laughs> Um, and then she finishes up by saying she's excited. She's glad that Pixar is doing some more sequels, um, but she also enjoys their origin stories, which we're getting a little both in the near future. So it's all good. And I don't know if you guys saw this, but supposedly 
they are going to be re-releasing the full version of the Muppet Christmas Carol with the yes. When Love Is Gone. I saw that. And I was, and like, was like, awesome. Finally, we talked about this. Yay! Yes. Somebody heard us. Yeah. <laughs> Got to the right ears. I know. Yeah. It's like, it's like that it's not just Disney, but there are other studios too that are like, look, there are all these things from your past that we would love to see again that you guys aren't releasing. You are leaving money on the table. Mm -hmm. Just do it. You don't mm -hmm. know how many people would pay out the nose for this. Yeah. Well, yes. and I mean, okay, we've got out the nose, but. Yeah. I mean, and we, and we talked about this when we talked about the Muppet Christmas Carol, which you can go listen to that episode. It's, it's out there. Um, and just that particular scene to see you know young adult ebenezer essentially get dumped <laughs> mm -hmm. yep. yeah uh, and then you see gonzo and rizzo like being really upset and like bawling their eyes out and it's like uh -huh. yeah the scene is sad to see you know yeah. Ebenezer get dumped like that but it's not their reaction doesn't necessarily seem appropriate to what we just witnessed when you mm -hmm. put the song back in then it you makes feel sense. the weight of it sense. and yeah. then their yes. reaction makes way more sense and they have the the short repri reprise whatever at the end of the movie which is the love we found yeah and it's like that I mean it's fine, but it doesn't quite make sense without the original song in there too. And it's like, yeah. why did you take that out? Yeah. But anyway, yes. Uh, but yeah, go back, you, go back and listen to our episode on that because I will sit here and rant if I get going. So I'm just gonna say, go yeah. listen to when we reviewed Muppet Christmas Carol. And yeah, we're good. Yeah. So well, but since we're talking the House of Mouse, that's a good segue. Uh, mm -hmm. D23 Expo, which took place now a couple of almost a week and a half ago-ish, <laughs> um, out in Anaheim. And, um, of course, our good friend Lou Mangello and Becky Menken were both out there. They had quite the eye-catching booth uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, uh so uh, i watched uh you know friend of the show and former guest jacob the carpetbagger went one day while he was out in california and he happened to walk by and commented on the giant balloon figment and i'm like wait a minute i know that booth uh, <laughs> <laughs> So I even commented as such on his on his on his video. So <laughs> like I know the people. <laughs> the, I know that I know that booth. My friend runs that booth. That's my friend's booth. Uh, so, um, but yeah, look uh, from the looks of it, Lou and and Becky and the the WW slash MEI crew had a lot of fun once again. Kevin Feige stopped by the booth to say hello to his good friend Lou. I hate you both. Um, <laughs> Rachel, just next time you got to sweep it where you're there. <laughs> I know. Like, seriously. Seriously. Ugh, then we can goals. Goals. 
<laughs> you could have been booth mom. <laughs> yes. Seriously. Yeah. Becky well, needs a makes- cocktail. I'm on it. Uh, <laughs> make sure everybody stays hydrated and has snacks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is my job. Food runs? Sure. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I'm just saying, my services can be fairly inexpensive. I just mm-hmm. need room and I need room and board. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, D23 Expo back into the swing of things um and of course as it does the entire event kicked off with the disney legends award ceremony um where folks whose careers have been uh notably part of the disney family get recognized uh, some names you will recognize, some you may not necessarily, but they're all people who have helped grow the the company, and it's and it's uh, honestly control over everything. Uh, <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> oh, and this was also kind of a unofficial kickoff for what next year is going to be Disney's. 100th anniversary so 1923 hence d23 um was when the walt disney or the disney brothers company was founded um so of course next year is 2023 so um the, they're calling it disney 100 they've already started rolling some of it out like if you yeah, watch, the you watch the trailers on youtube the the, the disney 100 logo uh, is already being utilized so this was kind of their way of ki- unofficially kicking it off it will officially kick off with dick clark's rocking new year's eve end of this year because that's on abc of course uh <laughs> and uh once we once we ring in the new year with, uh, well, it's not Dick Clark anymore. Unfortunately, he's no longer with us. With Ryan Seacrest, uh, <laughs> uh, we, the Disney 100 celebration will officially be kicked off. But you can keep track of announcements and all all sorts of exciting things at Disney100.com because, of course, there's got to be a website for everything. Um, so, but they... Uh, uh, yeah, or <laughs> regardless of how you feel about him, he is in charge. So Mr. Chapek uh <laughs> was there <laughs> and uh I'm not even gonna go into it. Um and sorry, I'm just remembering the, the little clip of um like it was CNBC, they called him Bob Paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I, I know you said you weren't gonna go into it, but I just remembered it and it caught it cracked. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, continue. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, he says that, um, they are going to be pulling out all the stops to honor a century of groundbreaking Disney storytelling experiences and magic. Um, and, um, it's going to highlight the past, the present and the future of the company and Chronicle and we'll, you know, they call it a year long celebration. 
unofficially when it comes to any sort of Disney celebration, a Disney year is 18 months. Um, yep. So, <laughs> just saying. Yep. Uh, <laughs> They're just a little bit longer than our typical yeah. year, but hey, it's, it's not, yeah. it's, it's not kind of like dog years. Yeah, I was going to yes. say, it's not quite dog years, but we'll call it mouse years. Yeah, yeah. The, the mouse years like that. Yes. is 18 months, so... Um, but yeah, so they, um, brought, uh, yeah, had a celebration for this year's class of Disney legends, um, where they give them an award, they get to put their hands in cement and that gets installed, I think at the studios in California. Um, uh, so this year's, uh, class include Ellen Pompeo star of Grey's Anatomy for the last bazillion years. Can't believe that show's still on. Mm-hmm. Um, Robert Coltrane, who was a worked at Walt Disney Imagineering, Patrick Dempsey, also from Grey's Anatomy, but also in Enchanted and the upcoming Disenchanted. Um, Doris Hardoon, who was also part of WDI, Walt Disney Imagineering. Um, Anthony Anderson, star of Blackish. Tracy Ellis Ross, also star of Blackish. Uh, Debbie Swenson, who is the daughter of Robert Price Foster, who worked at the Walt Disney Company back in the 60s and was part of the group that helped do the under the radar land purchasing in Florida. Nice. Uh, among other things, uh, Chris Montan, who is a Disney music supervisor, Jonathan Groff, uh, the voice of uh, one of the voices in Frozen. Um, wow, other really? Oh, he's, he's he's a Disney legend already. Yeah, well, they did uh, they did uh, kind of the big four of Frozen. So we've got Kristoff, uh. we've got Kristen Bell. Josh Gad, Olaf, of mm-hmm. course, and Adina Menzel, because Frozen has just—I well, mean—is become such a big thing, and and it's like ten, not even ten years old yet. So yeah, okay. I yeah. I don't know. I don't know. For me, it's like it, it, I was like, well, I thought this was you know like you know in the Football Hall of Fame, they have to wait for like five years or so. But then again, right. I guess it has almost been ten years since Frozen, and I feel old. So yes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> time, you, time needs time needs yeah. to chill out. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and he's he. I mean, he's also done a lot of broadway and the like well he yeah was he was the in, king george and hamilton yeah, I was gonna say, so. he was in he was in hamilton and which yeah. hamilton is on disney plus because they got the rights to yeah uh, anyway that's 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 a complicated thing yeah i mean he he's a legend because he spit on himself as king george and kept singing uh yes <laughs> uh and then don han who unfortunately Aww. could not make it uh because i guess he's busy doing other things uh so um the presenter accepted on his behalf uh but he's a he's a disney animation legend yeah i was gonna say that one makes me happy he worked on the original little mermaid and mm-hmm. i i just i just remember like seeing his name and on the credits and all those movies from from you know the 90s and and probably before as well but oh mm-hmm. yeah don han much love yep. yep um and then um 
again, unfortunately, with these posthumous awards, but Chadwick Boseman um, mm-hmm. was honored with the Disney Legend Award. His brother mm-hmm. accepted it on, on Chadwick's behalf, obviously. Um, right. So, but yeah, so there's that. So that's how pretty much everything kicked off. And then, of course, we've got Disney live action and animation and Pixar announcements um so we've got some we already know is coming some's coming very soon um and then some are new actually (laughs) so Mm -hmm. new to us so like i said they kept some stuff out of san diego comic-con so they could so they could make those announcements here so mostly because it's a lot easier for them to get the celebrities to show up uh (laughs) Uh, so of course hocus pocus 2 we got a new trailer for that so we get our first we finally get our first look at the return of billy i am a nice zombie i i am excited about that one because because it's yep it's still doug jones right yes doing it yes good because and we still get the amok gag run line yeah I'm like, yes. yeah. Oh, she said it. She said it. She said it. Yeah. Now, the now stars I, we fly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> now I, I'm 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 got a couple thoughts on this one. Is yes, it's going to be fun fun to see this see this movie. I hope they don't just rely on the jokes of you know what was what was catchy and funny in the first one. It's like okay, yeah, you know you're going to do a muck. You're going to you know Winnie and it's going to be what she yeah, does and she she and yeah. book yes and <laughs> book and it's like but let's 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 mix in a few new things as well let's mm-hmm. not just so i'm hoping i'm crossing my fingers yeah. that it's not just we're retreading old ground because yeah. we've had 29 years now to, yes as i mean as facebook some keeps, some of it is some of it you know you, you you have similar jokes but they're updated yeah. you know like mary has gone from a you know an upright vacuum to a pair of roombas yes, that, <laughs> yes. that's gonna be that's gonna be funny i mean they're there you can yeah. update the jokes just get some new ones in there too not just the mm-hmm. updated yeah. ones so yeah. i'm i'm being well, and it also looks this. like we're gonna get some backstory for the sanderson yes. sisters too so that's that's, that's exciting cool. that gives yes. us gives us some new areas to explore mm-hmm. which is exciting although i will say the casting for the young sanderson sisters i'm like dang not bad mm-hmm. you guys did a good job mm-hmm. of you know getting girls that could conceivably be um these sisters in their teenage yeah. years mm-hmm. well and i think they know how much of a beloved classic this is so mm-hmm. if they goof up it's <laughs> well and Not honestly i don't i don't think i don't i don't think our three leads would have come back right if the script wasn't right yeah. yeah so i mean they could offer them a lot of zeros on that paycheck but i think you're right rachel if the yeah. story wasn't there they would not have signed yeah. on the dotted line yeah I mean, yeah, you can offer people a lot of money and some people will do things. It's like, really, you just did that for a paycheck. But uh-huh. I think in some cases, uh, some 
you know, actors, singers. It's like, eh, yeah, I can kind of see them doing that. But, mm-hmm. you know, like you're talking about someone like Bette Midler. I would think that's almost insulting if you were just yes. like, please do it. We'll give you as much money as you want. It's like, she's Bette Midler. You don't do that. Right. She's the divine stuff. <laughs> she's going to laugh in your face if you do that and just think, George, mm-hmm. that way, darling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's my two cents, at least on the uh, mm-hmm. the the situation. So, mm-hmm. but we will find out soon because it drops on the thirtieth, which is next Friday. Yes, <laughs> as we're recording this, so <laughs> we shall find out if the the Sanderson sisters continue to put a spell on us. <laughs> If you happen to hear squeeing from miles away, you know it's us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't mind the noise. Yep. Go, go, go. And then we got a trailer for Disenchanted, mm-hmm. a long awaited sequel to Enchanted. So it's been. 15 years since Giselle and Robert got married, um, but now they're moving out of the city and into the suburbs. And uh, Giselle feels even more out of place, even mm-hmm. after all this time, and gets the opportunity to make some wishes, and things go a little crazy essentially yep. <laughs> so now no, it, it looks like they're going to to you know because giselle obviously she was a literal princess from a fairy tale land you know a storybook mm-hmm. type land um so she is very much you know, kind of it, the enchanted was kind of fish out of water because she fits she checked a lot of the boxes for these mm-hmm. the Disney princess stereotypes. And now she's kind of acclimated to our world, but still has some of it. Like, you know, she still sings to her animal yeah. friends and talks to them, but they're going, it looks like maybe, you know, she's, she's kind of wants maybe a, some aspects of her old life back that it's going to lean yeah. really into the tropes. Yeah. Which is what she doesn't necessarily want. (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, this one, again, I, you know, you think, oh, they're making a sequel this to this movie. And, oh, you know, is this going to be as good as the the first one? Or are they just going to, you know, retread old ground? But I'm looking at this, looking at the trailer, and it feels like, I I mean, with the whole, you know, idea that she's going to be the evil, quote unquote, stepmother. And it's, it's like, okay, we're not just going to, you know, do the fish out of water thing. It's going to be, you know, what happens when you are the new person or the new, you know, whatever. And, you know, you, you end up doing some things that aren't quite so nice and pretty and, and everything. And so it feels like they're still going to be able to do all those tropes and, you know, poke some gentle fun at themselves like they mm-hmm. did with Enchanted, which is why Enchanted was so fun and so good, but that they're going to do it in a different way. And I'm like, okay, I, I think this is going to, I think they're going to do something fun with this. So, so hang tight and 
and yeah and then you know you have the fairy tale princess going up against the karens of the hoa i'm like oh this is gonna be so funny uh-huh if i if, I, if yeah. it's gonna go the way i think it's gonna go I, i'm i'm excited for it <laughs> yeah so, yeah it's so. gonna be a good time hopefully we'll get some more snappy catchy numbers like yes true love's kiss and that's how you know i uh, hope there's a good villain song for her <laughs> mm-hmm. like you know being being the evil stepmother i guess you know she's yeah. just leading into that a little bit yeah. Um, yeah have we reviewed enchanted on the podcast we have not. not yeah i think we need to put that on our list i think so too. we could probably we could probably do a a, a double feature once the the sequel comes out kind of like oh we that's did with true the, uh, i'd be for it the princess diaries where we just did them both both of both, them out. yeah sure i like yeah. i like this plan and i'm happy to be part yes. of it yeah yes so we're christopher <laughs> me yep so, which means I need to sit down and rewatch Enchanted. <laughs> I think I saw the soundtrack somewhere. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so, uh, so there's that. Which th- those we knew were coming. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got uh, this one. Still not really any kind of looks, at least public. A lot, some, unfortunately, some of this stuff, depending on where they are in production. In some cases, the D23 audience got maybe a teaser or maybe some test footage or something. In some cases, they just got concept art because it's not that far into production yet. And a lot of that stuff is they didn't they have not released to the public, not put out there. Uh, So unfortunately, that it is what it is. Um, But that's that's Disney's that's Disney's purview that's her choice mm-hmm. um so but uh our live action peter pan um titled peter pan and wendy um which we've known that this was coming for a while because the we the, they made the announcement that jude law was gonna be playing captain hook mm-hmm. i don't know how long ago uh now that you say <laughs> that i remember that like oh yeah, yeah. um but it gives this is going it's not going to be a, a not necessarily a, f- a live action remake in the vein of like beauty and the beast or the, the shot like the new shot pinocchio thing. yeah i think this is going to be more like cinderella or maybe maleficent where they're going to give you way more backstory Mm-hmm. Um, so like this is gonna dive in, you know give, so give us like, more context but of hook and pans yeah rivalry it's like, and all that it's like more of a another adaptation rather than oh we're just gonna redo our old one and i mean and they'll right. probably you know throw in some of the the songs from the original but which i actually liked better when they did that with cinderella and and to another another extent with maleficent was okay you're just telling a different aspect of the story and not just the you know oh we're going to repeat it in a different format that's the part that really bugs me about the remakes is mm-hmm. oh we're just going to do the same thing over and over again just you know with a different coat of paint and it's like no no don't do that don't yeah please don't don't insult my intelligence please yeah yeah it's like with the like maleficent giving us 
whole background on the character. Yeah. Is or just you know, at least it's something different. different. Yeah. yeah. Or you know, with with Cinderella, like they like okay, we got we made the prince his own character. You know, it reminded me a lot of Ever After because it's like other play, other people have done their interpretations of these fairy tales because they can. You know, Disney doesn't own the the is, isn't isn't like completely. It's in the public domain, so you can do your own mm-hmm. thing with with the original fairy tales and. And it's like, and I've seen that a lot. And it's like, okay, so you know, do that with Beauty and the Beast. Do that with, you know, Peter. Well, Peter Pan really isn't in public domain, but there. I mean, I mean, we have Hook. We have these other versions of the story, mm-hmm. and it's it's like that. That's kind of what I had hoped when they started doing these remakes. That that's what it would be. So, I'm hoping the Peter Pan one that yes they do they do it different. They don't just do the shot for shot remake thing again because it's like we have the original. Don't. It's like come on and and it's and it's a good one. It's one of my favorites. Just mm-hmm. make something new, huh? Yeah. Yep. That's all I ask. You're you're freaking Disney. You're you're spo- you know you're celebrating a hundred years of all this creativity and innovation and whatever freaking use it please mm-hmm. innovate <laughs> innovate for heaven's sake yes. come on it is as shalane mentioned uh the uh, haunted mansion so we're getting no it's not it's the, the, okay so this isn't this, this isn't a remake of the eddie that's what I was Murphy. Say. It's like this isn't movie. connected to the Eddie this, Murphy version. But this is isn't it? the Guillermo del Toro spooky version that he's trying to make either. So mm. this is something completely different. Um, but it's it's inspired, kind of like Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, <laughs> okay, you go the Pirates of the Caribbean route. I think we, I, you know, you you got me. We'll we'll, yeah, we'll see so how you do. It's about a yeah, it's about a woman and her son who buy this house presumably this mansion they find out it's haunted so they call in some like you know spiritual experts to try to rid the house of the 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 happy haunts essentially so um but yeah jamie lee curtis is going to play madame leota (laughs) so Well, let, let's see. Let's see how they go, and maybe we'll have a new favorite Halloween movie. Because mm, it's kind of hard to beat I, Hocus Pocus, though. Well, you know there are some good ones, but yeah. mm-hmm. but you know I I love the haunted mansion. You know when I finally got to go ride it at Disneyland, I was like, this is so cool. I love it, mm-hmm. and I don't like you know scary haunted you know haunted houses or anything like that. But I love the haunted mansion. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, yeah, me mm-hmm. too. Yeah, that's one of my one of my favorites. Yes. So I'm like, yeah, if you want to do a you want to do a, a decent movie of it, let's do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because the only uh, reason why I watched the original Haunted Mansion with Eddie Murphy is because I found out I liked the Inspector Lindley mystery TV series. Well, mm-hmm. one of the actors, Nathaniel Parker, who played master gracie was in the haunted mansion so i actually sat and watched it for nathaniel parker so nice. <laughs> <Just> like- <laughs> we've all been there we have all watched 
<laughs> bad movies just because someone we like is in it. Yes. Yep. yes in there, done that, got the t-shirt. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, so many times. Oh, yep. yes. All right. Um, so, uh, not due out until 2024, but yes, Mufasa the Lion King. And so many face palms were heard mm. across the land. Yeah. Yes. I'm like, okay, I mean, this is the, uh, the not live action ver- version, if, if I'm remembering the announcement correctly. <clears throat> So, so they're not they're not doing it animated. I guess I it just know. says a prequel to the Lion King, but it doesn't specify. Because I'm just I'm just gonna say this, okay? Disney, they, we, we we go we go in spurts. You know, we 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 had our our direct to video sequel era, mm-hmm. which you know yes. that was very much hit and miss. A lot of oh, emphasis yeah. on the miss, but mm-hmm. one of them that was actually pretty good like i mean not ever to the level of the original but it was watchable and it and it had some catchy songs and good characters was the lion king 2 because they you know because it, it was about simba's daughter and scar's mm-hmm. adopted son because they sidestepped the whole you guys you don't know how lions work like come on anyway, yes it's not it's not incest just stop it um but and, and you know, and it was a really sweet story, and it was a good way to kind of continue on with these characters. It's like, okay, you guys want to make another Lion King something or other? Do Simba's Pride. And I know I just went on this whole big rant about you know just stop remaking things, but if we're gonna go down this path, and you're you're insisting on doing this, I I just uh, I'm like, why? Why we didn't need a Mufasa prequel? Because Mufasa is, he's Mufasa, he's Simba's dad. We don't need to see his whole sordid growing up backstory. And, you know, it's like, and I'm like, because I, I just, the way that they, the way they've been doing this, it's like, you're going to turn it into, you know, Mufasa and Scar and what ha- whatever happened to Scar when they were kids was Mufasa's fault because reasons and it's just like don't and then scar had a chip on his shoulder that he kept there for years and years and years mm-hmm. yes and you're gonna yeah. you're, you're you're gonna want to make mufasa i mean mufasa is like you know when we watch him in lion king and like he is simba's hero he wants you know simba is just he loves his dad he he has a good relationship with him when his dad dies it's so devastating for him mm-hmm. And like we so are we have all to- emotionally scarred from the death of Mufasa. Yes, yes because yes. we're seeing it from Simba's point of view, and so it feels like we've lost a parent in in that moment. And it's like, okay, so you want to, you know, kind of take you, you want to just take the take the 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 rose colored whatever off of us. You want to take, you know, take that hero shine off of him. Like, why? I mean. I know that that happens in real life, but this is a movie. This isn't real life, you know. The and the whole the whole point of the Lion King is here is this boy who has grown up and you know taught you are going to be a king someday, and things happen in his life. He loses his way, and then he then he realizes, oh, this was my value. This was my worth, and my father taught me that, and I have to go back and reclaim that because 
I, I am better than what I have become. And Mufasa even says that. So it's like, it's like this whole thing and I'm going to bring it up because, and you'll probably all hate me for it. It's this whole thing with the Lord of the Rings is like, oh, we've got to make Galadriel, you know, this whatever. And, you know, but she's, cause she was, but she was this ethereal, beautiful, wise, powerful, like goddess-like person. But no, we got to bring her down to the level of a mortal because heaven forbid we have aspiring heroes to come up. To, to to look up to and Mufasa was one of those I don't want a Mufasa prequel because Mufasa is perfect you don't touch him stop it <laughs> sorry I needed I needed a soapbox yeah that's okay <laughs> I'm very annoyed about this yeah no, I, I, I totally agree. This is yep. I, this it was is, so box worthy, Chrissy. It was yeah. so box worthy. It's, it's it's completely unnecessary. Yes. And just let it's like I, I mean I know sleeping I know, let sleeping lions lie. Seriously. Right. It's like we, we know what happens to him. It's fine. Just just leave him alone. It's mm-hmm. like you want you want to cash that paycheck? Make make Simba's pride. Mm-hmm. Do that one. Or yeah. you know what? Even go and do Lion King one and a half. It was stupid, but it was funny. <laughs> so. mm-hmm. Yeah, especially considering the, this Mufasa movie is supposed to be apparently told in flashbacks by Timon Puba and Rafiki. What? I miss that. Huh? Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, told gosh. in flashbacks rafiki timon and pumba tell the story of mufasa to a young lion cub so this isn't even simba telling a story to like his, his kids no oh okay oh, this is, I, uh, the only thing uh, i'm looking forward to is the pitch meeting for this one yeah because <laughs> i think ryan george is gonna tear it a new one and rightfully so yeah okay i mean if it would have been Simba telling grandkids about grandpa, fine and dandy. But when you've got Rafiki, Timon, and Pumbaa doing this, I'm a little leery. Mm-hmm. Timon and Pumbaa are the comic relief. You cannot trust yeah. them with anything serious. They are good exactly. for what they are, and uh-huh. we love them for it. But we're not, you're not going to tell the story of the great. That's probably why Mufasa. Rafiki is also there to rein them in and to knock them on the head, but still it's gonna be a lot of yeah. head knocking i'm thinking yeah this is what an aneurysm feels like <laughs> i hope it's not. not funny i hope oh. not i uh, hope not. we need to keep you alive yeah i'm like disney i love you but i just there are just times when i have to point it out and say like really really yeah really and a few uh, other we choice need a, words that i don't allow want to- me to quote a certain chaos theorist <laughs> from a from another franchise <laughs> just because you can doesn't mean you should yes, yes. i like this quote from that certain chaos titian uh, yes. leave mufasa alone mm-hmm. There's yep. a deep cut for you. Yeah, really. Leave the lion at peace before he decides to come back and uh, do some damage with the his lion. Face. The lion peace. sleeps tonight. Let's yes. keep it that way. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So. 
Oh, yep. There's that. Uh, there's that. There's uh, that. that and then we're apparently getting a Snow White. Why do we? Uh-huh. We've already got like Snow White and the Huntsman, which I know is not Disney. The fairy oh, no. tale. Yeah, that's you know, supposed to be badass Snow White. Uh, which White we have that never... we have badass Snow White. It's yes. called Storybook. Yeah, <laughs> Once like, Upon yeah, a Time. The sto- time. Story? <laughs> yeah, the Once Upon a Time version that was fine because that was that was its own thing and it and it worked there. Mm-hmm. Snow White is not a badass. I'm sorry. Even in the original fairy tale, and there are reasons for that. Let me introduce you to my my friend's symbolism here. Uh-huh. Okay, that she doesn't you know pick up a sword and go kill yeah. the dragon or whatever that you know the prince yeah. comes and does it because there's a reason for that and ah! or you know maybe just the fact that snow white in like the yeah you know, i don't know about the original fairy tale but in the disney movie she's like 14 yes uh-huh. <laughs> and and you know the whole thing about oh you know she she's on the run because the queen wants to kill her and she needs to find a safe place she's been a scullery maid for the last however long she knows how to cook and clean and keep house. She is using her skills. She was Cinderella to, before Cinderella. Yes. Yes. Well, and she and she offered to you know, keep house for the dwarves so they would give her a safe place to stay. And that was like the most intel- the most the smartest thing she could have done. Everybody mm-hmm. likes to dog on her, like, oh, all she did was cook and clean. It's like, yeah, because that's what she knew how to do, and it was a, it was survival. Mm-hmm. It's like, right. It was a fair trade for a safe roof over her head. Yes, yeah. it was. Given the situation, I'm like, I people now 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 I'm getting now I'm getting all up in arms with just people's criticism of the story and the character. And it's like, she's fine. She doesn't need yeah. to go be warrior princess. Just let her be. Yeah. Yes. So I, I don't think that's what they're going to do with this, but I'm just saying we've yes. already had a, you know yeah. some <laughs> live action versions yes. of, of snow white so yes. but yeah yes, uh, rachel ziegler is gonna be snow white and gal gadot is gonna play the the evil queen which you know okay who's the yeah. fairest one uh fairest i mean those are both very good looking women yes <laughs> it's so it's like i know the, the snow white and the huntsman one it's like we're gonna you're supposed to tell us that that uh, Kristen stewart is prettier than Charlize theron you're yeah. on something yeah, yeah really yeah sorry but it's true no yeah. uh to rephrase our the thing from our certain castition yet again <clears throat> yeah yeah um and then trailer has everybody up in arms well not I, everybody I, well stupid I, people up in arms yes. okay uh, remember remember the three cooters theory i don't think it's as, as many people as they want us to think yes i yes. really don't yeah it's just very loud yes. people well very loud would, people who, who are hurrying yeah. to denounce the, the, three, the, 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 link, the three idiots yeah the link <laughs> that we have in the show notes which is the official trailer on the i believe the disney youtube channel this is actually one of those times where i would say go read the comments because you will have a laugh i think that i think that the public has taken the opportunity to bury the nat the real nasty awful comments with the just most ridiculous 
comments and i love it i'm here for it uh but yeah we've got our first look at the live action little mermaid with hallie ba- bailey i gotta make sure i say her name right it's not Halle Berry. Which is really hard to do. And I'm just like. This is Halle Bailey. Who's a lot younger. No offense to to Halle Berry. Uh, Well, I uh, mean, she would would say the same thing. I mean, it's. All it is, is just a a little bit of atmosphere. And then a small snippet of part of your world with Ariel (sighs) in her her grotto with her her collection, her treasure trove um and she sounds amazing mm-hmm. so yeah. i mean it's directed by rob marshall so it's in good hands yep. you've got alan Menken coming back to do the music with lynn manuel miranda so we know the music is in good hands yeah. um so i, I mean it looks really good and she sounds really good right and this is another case too of they wouldn't be doing it if the story and everything wasn't right no matter what how many zeros were on said paycheck because something tells and miranda are choosy about what they do Mm -hmm. i mean yes i'm i'm i am sure the music will be great it looks beautiful i will say Mm -hmm. that and 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 Hallie Bailey, she looks really she's she looks cute. Her her voice sounds great. Again, because this is a Disney remake and we have had several of them, some of middling to absolutely terrible quality. I'm not excited for this. And it has nothing to do with the actress playing Ariel. And honestly, mm-hmm. the people who are serious about their criticism, it, it, that, that's what people are saying is like, but you're always going to compare it to the original. And, and people like Little Mermaid was my first, very mm-hmm. first Disney movie in theaters. Well, first one that I remember. And I loved the hell out of that movie. I still love it. I had a crush on Prince Eric, for heaven's sake. I and I wanted to be, I I wanted to be Ariel for for Halloween one year, and I couldn't do it because my mom couldn't make a mermaid costume. And I just, it, it's it's kind of like when they said, you know, from from the beginning when they said we're gonna make a we're gonna make a, a Little Mermaid live action movie, and I'm like, please don't. I don't even care who you get to to play Ariel or any of this other stuff. I just it. I mean, I, I'm looking at these at these remakes, and I know I'm just sitting here harping and and cussing and well, whatever about it. And I no, just, but Chrissy, you do have a valid point, though. I mean, look at Aladdin. Yeah, it, and the remake look, for live action. Yeah. It looked like it was going to be decent, but it was just kind of eh. And because, mm-hmm. and, right. and I think my problem is because it's the Little Mermaid, because it was Beauty and the Beast, because it was Lion King, because it was Aladdin, and these were like the crown jewels of the Disney the Renaissance, golden age. the yeah. Golden mm-hmm. Age. It's like okay, mm-hmm. you want to remake, you want to revisit some of your old stuff. Fine, pick ones like that, that didn't do so well originally, like Atlantis, Treasure Planet. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. even yeah. even a Hercules remake, I would be fine with, even though I love that movie. Or you know, some mm-hmm. or go back and do Black Cauldron, maybe Fox oh, yeah. and the Hound, or 
Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, like some of these, they just didn't have a good, fair enough shake when they were animated originally. Because, but because they're doing like they're, and and I had somebody um, explain it this way is you look back on these original animated movies and you look at like like what was the impact they made on cinema on movie going on your childhood or whatever else you know what was the impact you are ta- i'm talking about this movie more than 30 years on that i still love it i want to show it to my kids and i hope they love it mm-hmm. i mean beauty and the mm-hmm. beast the remake of that one it was what five six years ago mm-hmm. i i don't care about it I had no desire to own it on Blu-ray. I didn't, I mean, it made no impact on me and it made, and and I don't hear people talk about it. I don't hear people, you know, I I don't, I don't hear, I don't feel like it made any impact on the culture or, or anything like that. And so it's like, these are these amazing touchstone movies that, that were like watershed moments in cinema. They're not just to, Oh, you know, throw it in the theaters and we're going to make a couple a couple hundred thousand million dollars whatever these these are special these need to be treated with respect and care and 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 then i don't doubt that alan menken and lin-manuel miranda and, and all these people are they're, they're going to be careful with it it's just not the original and that i think is what's getting lost in all this furor of everyone saying well you just don't like her because nah, 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 nah. and it's just like no that's not it you're not listening to why people are upset about this and i've like had it up to here with with the the pointy fingers and the accusations and when we're saying like i'm sure she's going to do a great job i mean i would if if i if someone came to me and said we want you to play ariel in the live action version i would be like over the moon and i'm sure miss miss bailey is i'm sure she's ecstatic as well she should be i just question the studio's wisdom in doing this in the first place and mm-hmm. that is my biggest complaint about it and because it's little mermaid and because that one just feels uniquely mine even though i know there's probably millions of people that that is the case for i am just like please i am begging you with tears in my eyes do not do this sorry for being a downer but that's how i feel Hey, no, you are perfectly valid in your in your feelings. I loved the the you know the the Little Mermaid and Beauty and the Beast and even the Lion King. I mean, those were like the three. I mean, granted, we had Aladdin in there too, but mm-hmm. for me, it was Beauty and the Beast, mm-hmm. Little Mermaid, Lion King. Those were yep. my jam. Yeah, you know, during the Disney Renaissance, um, and the music for the Little Mermaid specifically has a very, very special place in my heart. Um, so, yeah, I. It's like anyway, that. I mean, I'm yeah. sure there's going to be little girls who go see this and love the heck out of it, and I don't yeah. want to take that away from them. I'm and just I'm, a, I'm a little like... excited to hear the new music, just because mm-hmm. I love the you know the the animated movies soundtrack, and you know I'm interested to take because there's going to be four new songs in this one, so yeah. I'm I'm excited for that. But yeah, I I mean. Yeah. 
I just, I guess I just it, it also depends people... on whether it's just going to yeah. be a full on just remake of the animated or if they're going to give us anything else. Anything like they, else, they, yeah. they, sometimes they, with some of these remakes, they do give us, mm-hmm. like we were saying, some more world building, like with Cinderella. Yeah. But then you get Beauty and the Beast where they give us just like a little bit of more backstory. A little bit, but then it's, it doesn't it's make not sense. enough. And somehow the prince still doesn't end up with a freaking name by the end of the movie, which, yeah. Um, so it's like, yeah, if they're going to give us maybe some more backstory, especially like with Ursula, because it's like mm-hmm. in the animated movie, Ursula's like, when I lived in the palace, let's hear about that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Why is yeah. she, what did, you know, what, how was she part of the palace? And uh, I mean, we could probably guess she, she did something bad to get kicked out. Oh, but, right. you know. <laughs> yeah. But she is a witch after all but yes, you know, it's like true. if you're if you're going to give us some more proper backstory that i'm possibly here for but if mm-hmm. all you're going to give us is like a couple of lines and be like there you go there's your backstory like they did with beauty and the beast then yeah it's like why did you bother to spend yeah. all this money yeah and you know it, it it and it ends up making no sense whatsoever i i mean my whole thing is i'm just tired of people dismissing those who are saying ah we're not really sure about this or no don't do it as just well you're just a bad person because you don't like the actress because she's not because of her skin color of all freaking things it's like no she's a fish yeah and that's not even and that's not even the issue and and it's like you're not even you're not you're you're not even listening to what the issues are you're just assuming because you know the you know the news told you to or some idiot on twitter told you that oh everyone who hates this 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 uh, this new remake is a you know a terrible person and they hate mm-hmm. the, the girl that's playing ariel and that could not be further from the truth and i'm kind of tired of having to sit here and qualify that when it should be patently obvious thank you very much mm-hmm. twitter sit down shut up and eat a cookie yeah <laughs> yeah i'm just tired of it i'm sorry but you know what yeah. I, I hope i hope hallie bailey has a really good career i hope that she goes on to do some really cool things because her voice sounds amazing and i think she's mm-hmm. gonna do well and all this and it's just unfortunate that it's that they're kind of using her as a shield from from criticism which i don't think is right mm-hmm. Oh. But anyway. in this case, you know, it is uh it is what it is. The movie's done or done ish. Well, it, probably it probably out. has some post productions. Yeah. It, I mean it's due to come out in May, so that's gonna be here before we know it. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh so you know, this one's this one's practically in the can, so it's 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 coming whether we <laughs> whether we like it or not unless, or not. Yeah. unless disney yep. decides to pull a warner brothers and you know stick well, it away in a corner somewhere I, next to I, batwoman I, or batgirl i highly <laughs> doubt that it seems like Di- uh, disney and warner brothers are on two very different trajectories yes <laughs> that is true uh so all right uh well let's move over to pixar uh who <laughs> you know has their own uh, things going on things going on and 
can get us emotional about things that we didn't know we could get emotional about sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, happens all the time. Yep, we get emotionally compromised over the tiniest things. What if feelings yes. had feelings, you guys? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, um, so we're getting um, elemental, um, which is not actually a Pixar movie. This can be Disney animation, um, but. Um, it's due to release June of next year, um, and it is uh, set in a city where fire, water, land, and air resident residents live together. Hmm. So it's Avatar: The Last Airbender. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I guess it's going to be the story of a burgeoning, you know, kind of a clash in personality, figure out how to get along, probably to solve a bigger problem um, with the character Ember, who is a tough, fiery young woman, and Wade, <laughs> who is a fun, sappy, <laughs> go with the flow guy. <laughs> Roll for initiative, everybody. Yes. <laughs> Water and fire, huh? Mm-hmm. I've seen how this ends. It doesn't yeah. look pretty. And then, we'll see what they do with it. Yeah. yeah. And then we're getting uh, Pixar's first ever long form series called Win or Lose. Um, it, so it's obviously going to be animated. And it's an animated series that follows the Pickles, a co ed middle school softball team. Okay. In the week leading up to their championship game. And each episode is going to give the perspective of a different character. So Hmm. the players, the players' parents, the umpire. (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Well, I, I, I hope that they they don't have like you know the the obnoxious sports parent although they probably will because that's kind of an Mm -hmm. easy trope to do Mm -hmm. um you know the one that that wants to coach rather than let the coach do their thing and Mm -hmm. you know it's always yelling at the referees and the kid just is so embarrassed by it. it's like Mm -hmm. mom dad sit down shut up Mm -hmm. let us play Mm -hmm. the game it's just a game man Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'm looking forward to that the team is called the pickles (laughs) Sorry, I, I I hear I hear you know pickles. I think Rugrats like you yeah. know, pickles. I was, my mind jumped exactly to that and was like, oh boy, yep, not or, those pickles. Or, yeah, not or in Coco, Coco Melon, um, Cody's cat is named Pickles, yeah. which is super cute. Yep. Uh, so that's that's coming next fall, um, and then um, Elio which is going to be a uh, interesting. Um, so the, the little synopsis that, that, that they have out there is um, the story of an 11-year-old dreamer, Elio, who is artistic, creative, and an avid indoorsman. <laughs> I guess that's what we call him, an introvert. <laughs> you know i i like that term indoorsman i really yes. do yeah, i'm gonna start using that and be like, yes. 
you don't want to hang out. No, I'm just an avid endorsement. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, yeah, everybody, I'm playing everybody, to my strengths. Everybody mm-hmm. around here like likes to go hiking, skiing, camping, all that stuff. And I'm like, nah, I I like I I, I like my house. It's where all my stuff is. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And there's air conditioning. I don't have to climb rocks. Yeah, exactly. Um, So, but Elio having trouble fitting in. As you do. do. Uh, Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, his mom, whose name is Olga, runs a top secret military project (laughs) and Mm. is working to decode (laughs) a strange signal from outer space. But it's Elio uh, who makes contact. It's beamed into space and is subsequently mistaken for an in, an intergalactic ambassador for Earth. Oh boy! Okay, this is going to be fun. Yes. <laughs> so, oh my. Uh, oh, um, and then uh, last up, at least from Pixar. Um, Shalane alluded to sequels. We are getting Inside Out. because we didn't cry enough at the last one yeah i haven't watched the first one just because i know what happens to a certain character and apparently it's heartbreaking yeah i don't want to i don't want to deal with that at the moment but it is a really good movie it It is is. just like i haven't watched up because i know that the first 10 minutes are going to kill me so well, then the sequel, if they if it is done right, will probably kill you too. Probably. Although I guess if it's if it's about Riley as a teenager, it might yes. make you hate her because teenage girls yeah. suck. Boy, and I yeah. say this as one having was once a, yeah, a teenage too. girl. Yeah. So you know. Yeah, yeah. It is. It yeah. is. It is to teenage Riley. Uh, oh though, boy! Which uh-uh. it said, who may or may not be feeling all kinds of new emotions. Although we do know that Amy Poehler is coming back as Joy, so Joy <laughs> will still be around. Mm-hmm. We'll see if any of the rest of the crew well, shows if, up or not. So, if if it goes the way I think it sounds, it's like they're gonna have the the original five emotions, and then there will be some new. Some some new ones who pop in and cause yeah. all sorts of havoc and mayhem and yes, because uh, hormones are hormones. I oh, fully boy. expect there to be a, a a an emotion, probably a PG version of lust. Mm-hmm. <laughs> probably whatever, whatever that ends up being. <laughs> probably. Um, and then uh, last up is um disney's animation's next original feature film so this is not based on fairy tale or some other ip called wish set to release next fall um and um it's going to be a musical it's going to be an animated musical which is great um it's going to be inspired by the movies that have come before um, and it asks the question, how did the wishing star upon which so many characters wish come to be? Ooh, interesting. So it's set yeah, in the Roses, the kingdom of wishes, where wishes can literally come true. Um, so our heroine is Asha. Uh, she's 17. Um, and she makes uh, a wish to the stars. 
and it is uh, answered, <laughs> of course, by a little ball of boundless energy called Star. Okay. Hmm. Well, and uh, apparently there is going to be Asha and or Star is going to have a sidekick, a goat named Valentino, of course, voiced by Alan Tudyk. <laughs> Ah uh, yes. <laughs> oh, this should be good. Yes, I, I, but I Asha is going to be voiced by Ariana Ariana Debose. So, I I have to wonder, like, did Alan Tudyk just sign a contract? Like, I'm going to be your your comic relief animated characters in perpetuity. Probably, probably, yeah. I'm not <sighs> complaining. I'm just like he's no. in everything. Yeah. <laughs> he knows his niche. He does. He does, yeah. and he does it well. Mm -hmm. yep. I mean, I, I got, I kept, I kept thinking, it's like, isn't it a coincidence they they announced a movie called Wish around the same time that the Disney Wish cruise ship was, was it nope. christened or was it announced? Not coincidence, okay. Yeah, well, no, it's out sailing now. Oh, okay, so. it's out sailing, but yes, yeah. it's, it, but that was in the news. I just remember that, and it's like, huh? Yeah. Okay, we have a. No, Lou, both Lou and, and Becky have been on the Wish several times already. Uh, uh, of course they have. So, of course. I was just I trying to remember. I just trying to remember, like, which is the brand new one that's that's out, and which is the one that they just announced, and keeping all that straight. We, were, and, we are going to get to that. Thank you. We for are that going segue. to get, Yes. <laughs> but yeah, I just I just remember there's a lot of talk about the Disney Wish, and now they're like, oh, there's a movie called Wish. I'm like, hmm, hmm, hmm. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Mm hmm uh so uh like i said with that segue let's talk about the parks and resorts <laughs> and what the did they stuff, announce because fun stuff coming there like um at galaxy's edge at disneyland you are going to be able to start meeting mando with grogu cool very cool um kevin feige leader um has uh announced that um avengers campus at california adventure is are they're already planning ex an expansion sweet i'm not upset about this at all um, and are we surprised by this news no not at all <laughs> um so there's going to be a third attraction added um which the new attraction will allow guests to join in the battle with the Avengers facing foes from anywhere and any when. Uh, I knew that so was coming. traversing the multiverse, and that includes King Thanos, a multiverse variant designed specifically okay. for this attraction. Oh dear. Oh uh oh. And also Hulk in his uh time travel suit from endgame is going to be a meetable character in the parks which is pretty dang cool i'm a, i'm excited to see how they pull off hulk so because i've mm -hmm. they've done groot mm -hmm. as a meetable character so this is the i'm yeah. very excited to see how they how they pull off hulk see um, see Groot they could do like you know how they do you know Mickey Minnie Goofy like it's it's a mask Hulk is 
sort is more human than Groot. So I think this will be a bit of a bigger challenge, but maybe they can make it work. Yep. Um, and then also in California Adventure, Pacific Wharf, um, which at the moment is is exactly what it sounds like. It's a, it's designed to look like uh, a wharf in like Seattle or San Francisco or, or something like that, where you're up against the, the, the Pacific Ocean. Um, and, but they are going, it's going to be rethemed to San Francisco from Big Hero 6. And uh, of course, you'll be able to be mate Baymax, among other mm-hmm. things. Um, Disneyland Park, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, getting ready to open um, in Toontown. Um, and then um, the Paradise Pier Hotel is going to get a Pixar retheming. Uh, and then some new stuff going in at Downtown Disney's District, including some new eating locations. Um, and for all the running fans, uh, Run Disney is going to start back up again in 2024 in California. So, for the you they have have not, they've not that. had Run Disney mm-hmm. races there since 2017. So, you, you all yeah. enjoy. I will cheer a few from the sidelines. Yes, yes. my feet just ache hearing about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will be manning the water booth <laughs> yes that's right I'll, I'll make sure there's water and and i'll be the one that's like going come on you can do it you're at mile 146 or whatever mm-hmm. it is i don't run yeah not unless something's but, chasing me yes but you know good on the people who do yeah um and then of course Coming to both coasts in the U.S., we know that Splash Mountain is getting a Princess and the Frog rethemed Tiana's Bayou Adventure, but they have confirmed that the voice cast, um, including Anika Noni Rose, who, of course, voiced Tiana, uh, Bruno Campos, who voiced Naveen, uh, Michael Leon Woolley as Lewis, and Jennifer Lewis as Mama Odie, are going to be getting lending their voices to the to the new attraction so um so that's cool um and of course epcot has been going through a major transformation that unfortunately got slowed down because of the pandemic uh really trying and they really wanted a lot of this stuff done in time for epcot's 40th which is on October 1st, that's obviously not going to happen. Uh, no. So, you know, get it done in time for the company's 100th anniversary. That's the next best thing. Uh, so that's what they're aiming for. Um, so, uh, yeah, so there's going to be Journey of Water, um, which is going to be inspired by uh, Moana. Um, so it's, gonna, of course, Epcot, somewhat educational. So it's going to teach people about water usage and the how water is utilized across the, the globe. Um, Figment is going to 
be a meetable character in the park by the end of next year, which makes people very happy. Um, Tron, the light cycle run, getting very close to being done. Set to open in the spring. Um, And uh, the uh, Happily Ever After is going to return as the nighttime fireworks and projection show uh, in 2023. And the Hatbox Ghost is returning to the Honda Mansion next year. Sweet. Um, And then, yes, Disney Cruise Line. Disney Wish, the newest ship, got christened uh, slightly earlier this year. Like I said, both Lou and Becky have been on it multiple times. I hate you both. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) We knew there was another ship coming. We now have a name and a projection of when that ship is going to be ready to set sail. It is going to be the Disney Treasure and was is set to start sailing in 2024. Um, so um, every ship has um, the atrium when you first board the ship. It tends to be several stories high very luxurious there's a grand staircase where they can take you know nice photos of you with your family there's a statue of the some disney character who's inspires that decor and is also kind of the spirit of that particular ship um in this case it is going to be uh aladdin and jasmine um, are going to be the essentially the spirit of of this ship. So the statue will be Aladdin, Jasmine, and on the magic carpet, and the decor is going to be influenced by Asia and Africa, um, and Agrabah, which doesn't actually exist, but you know what I mean. Um, and then uh, Disney is also DCL is also expanding their itineraries, and they are going to be doing cruises next year um to australia and new zealand so um that's really cool (laughs) (laughs) so that's going to be on the disney wonder um so because that is the one that goes to the west coast already to do the alaska uh itineraries so that's the last ship that i was on was the wonder because uh, that was the last cruise I did was to Alaska. Awesome. Uh, so that is cool. Um, and then Disney is building a new stop, I guess. I guess it's going to be exclusive to them along with Castaway Key called Lighthouse Point. It's going to be in the Bahamas. Um, uh, but it is going to be 90% powered through solar electricity. Hmm, cool. So that's cool. Um, and then moving to parks elsewhere on the planet. Um, some of this is not new. We're getting frozen themed areas in several of the international parks. Um, the uh, uh, the one in Hong Kong Disneyland set to open second half of 2023. Um, and there's also going to be one going in in Disneyland Paris um, in the Walt Disney Studios 
park, which that park needs a lot of help. So I'm all for it. Uh, <laughs> um, and then um, there's also going to be a Tangled family attraction that is going to go in at Disneyland Paris. Um, and then I'm glad Tangled is getting some love. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, the smolder finally paid off, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Tokyo Disney Resort um, is, is getting um, frozen as part of the Fantasy Springs expansion at Tokyo Disney Sea. Um, so, uh, which uh, it's going to join up with uh, some other animated films, Peter Pan and Tangled. Um, plus, there's going to be a whole new hotel. So, um, and then Space Mountain at Tokyo getting a facelift um, so that you will get a, it's going to have a different look depending on whether it's daytime or nighttime. Cool. Yeah. Um, and then Shanghai Disney Resort is going to get a, um, a themed area themed to Zootopia. So Zootopia Central Station, guests will find animals going about their daily lives, including the Zootopia Police Department, <laughs> which will double as the entrance to the land, uh, the land zoo attraction, and um, you will have audio animatronics of uh, various characters, including uh, Officer Clawhauser. <laughs> so have your donuts ready, I guess. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. Um, and then of course the Disney 100 Years of Wonder the celebration that will be kicking off here very soon uh, World of Color at Disneyland is getting a, uh, a special re-theming called World of Color 1 um and it is going to celebrate the storytelling legacy start by started by Walt a century ago. Um, and then um, Wondrous Journeys um, at Disneyland will ignite the one ignite the wonder, which means fireworks, uh, in everyone and feature nods to all 60 Walt Disney Animation Studios films. To date, they're going to cram a lot into that fireworks show. Uh, yeah, and then there's also there's also going to be uh, special entertainment and stuff that, that that they'll have at the the parks during this celebration. Of course, um, Epcot's getting a new uh, nighttime show. Um, uh, I have yet to see harmonious in person. I probably won't. <laughs> so <laughs> the video I've seen, it looks pretty good actually to me. So, but yeah, uh, some people are just really want uh, that to go away. So <laughs> I guess they're going to get their wish um, at least temporarily. Who knows? Harmonious may come back after. We'll see. Um, and then Hong Kong Disneyland is getting a new statue of Walt and, Nick and Mickey. It's going to be near Cinderella's Carousel. 
Um, and then they also had on display the new Walt statue that is going to be at the entrance at Epcot, um, which looked really cool. That's going to be really exciting once that, that gets installed. Um, so, um, and then uh, last but certainly not least, you know, those other things that Mar that Disney owns, like Marvel, Lucasfilm, and, and, mm -hmm. and Fox, which they're calling 20th Century Studios, starting with <laughs> Lucasfilm, which is mostly Star Wars. It's like, you know, 90% Star Wars, 10% other Lucas properties, um, including a, a, a more uh footage from andor which at this point mm -hmm. is us recording this comes out the day after tomorrow <laughs> so <What>? uh, <laughs> the 21st uh we got another trailer for willow oh my gosh that looks good thanksgiving oh. so november 30th uh we're getting a new season of star wars the bad batch that drops in january that one's um, exciting I we're getting a one. a a kind of mini series called star wars tales of the jedi which <sighs> follows ahsoka and count dooku okay hmm. okay during the time of the prequels ashley Eckstein has come back to voice ahsoka in animated yeah. form of course because um, when i we, first heard the title i got my hopes that like they were going to go back to like the dark horse comics early jedi myth and legends and how the jedi did their order but i'm happy with the ahsoka and that's too so mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. um and then we got the mandalorian <laughs> yay so we got mandy we got gargu we got the armor we got Bo-Katan. Mm -hmm. uh yep. I love the Bo-Katan. There's one shot in there, Bo-Katan, when she's talking to Grogu. She's like, what, you thought your dad was the only Mandalorian? Like, they're calling Mando Grogu's dad. dad. I yeah. love it. <laughs> well, I think they pretty, I think it's pretty much a foregone conclusion now that Mando is dad, no matter yeah. what. Yeah, I mean, this is true. The, the armorer told Mando that he was essentially Grogu's father because he found uh -huh. him. Yes, mm -hmm. and, and after after the events of that one episode of those those episodes in um Boba Fett, it's Boba like Fett. Yeah, 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 you're 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 his dad. Mm -hmm. So you know, just 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 go with it, dude. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could kind of figure second episode in or third episode in of the first season with the baby telling him not to touch it, and little Grogu like, I'm gonna touch that button. You knew right <laughs> then there. It's like. Like, uh -huh. yep. you're, daddy. you're 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 a parent now whether you ask for <laughs> yep. it or not sorry dude <laughs> yeah just 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 roll with it and everything will be fine trust mm -hmm. me mm -hmm. yeah so also so he's stinking is... cute so how could you yes. not yes <laughs> oh, so excited. <sighs> um so that is that is due early next year supposedly february so i'm good running with that and going happy mm. birthday to me uh, yeah. so. <laughs> that's what early next year means is yes birthday. it's rachel's birthday so if i gotta <laughs> turn 40 i'm doing it with mandu and grogu so thank you very much mm -hmm. that's my story and i'm sticking to it hey i uh, I'll, I'll i'll accept that mm-hmm 
Um, and then uh, again, not really, not anything that's been released to the public, but Harrison Ford did show up to mm-hmm. tantalize the folks about Indiana Jones 5. Yep. Of course he did. He probably flew himself there. Probably. Uh, <laughs> odds are pretty good that he did. Uh-huh. Um, and then 20th Century Studios. I don't even know why they gave this its own thing because there was only one thing and it's Avatar the way of the water i think because i just wanted to talk about the fact that they showed people a preview of it in 3d okay and that's the first time that's ever been done at d23 where people had to wear like the 3d glasses to be able to see a a teaser for something so and i think all we got was a poster supposedly they're doing something with never-ending story yeah i'm i'm uh, who knows about yeah. that one unless Personally, there was something good. specifically presented on the stage i'm not you know, yeah yeah i'm 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 yeah i'm i'm gonna just sit back and wait wait yeah yeah <laughs> yeah uh and then Marvel, <laughs> last oh, yeah, but certainly not least, Marvel Studios gave their presentation starting their presentation with a live performance of I Can Do This All Day for Rogers the Musical. Oh my God. Oh, I can't. I just can't. I saw that. I was scrolling through and I saw it like on TikTok or something. I'm like, they did not. They, they did. did. They did. Not. They, they went did. there, and they brought. And most of the cast is the cast that did it in Hawkeye, oh, with a few oh. exceptions where the people weren't available. But most of it, the the, oh, the, the people you can compare it to the 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 show the version in Hawkeye, and you see a lot of very familiar faces. But yeah, oh my they God. brought rogers the musical 2t23x i i've watched i don't know how many times i die every time because it's like i please marvel disney whoever make this a full-on show please they're probably <laughs> planning it rachel this could have been their prime it's like run you can see how like, well it went you are over ne- you are never really gonna like i've i'm warmed up to some of it but you're never probably really gonna get me on the hamilton train you can get me on this <laughs> rachel I'm just saying. dry run <laughs> yes uh, they they were they were waiting to see what the what the reaction was and if it was if it was favorable they'd be like okay yeah I think we can make this a thing it's, it, it's very favorable so get on it you got Lynn Melbourne Miranda on in your pocket already you know get get give the give the give the man uh, you know some money and some direction he would he will give it to us he'll do it. It'll have. Yep. It's got. It needs to happen. I'm because I just. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I love it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, oh. Um. Uh, of course, hyping some things that are uh, due sooner rather than later, including Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. 
mm-hmm. coming out this November. Um, they uh, Ironheart, which we will be getting on Disney Plus, um, and they have confirmed that that's going to pick up after Black Panther: Wakanda Forever because we're getting introduced to Riri in Black Panther. Um, so that's cool. And then we got Ant Man and the Wasp quantum mania um due right now the day before my birthday so (laughs) you know again can't complain i'm gonna i'm gonna turn 40 with grogu and uh mando and then you know a little paul rudd because everybody loves paul rudd Mm -hmm. um not a and, bad way to celebrate your birthday month. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. So yeah, so Paul Rudd, Evangeline Lilly, and Jonathan Majors, who we know plays Kang, uh, yeah, <laughs> among <laughs> other variations, um, and uh, of course we got the return of Michael Douglas and Michelle Pfeiffer as Hope's parents, and then a more grown-up Cassie because. Scott got blipped uh and Cassie didn't so Cassie grew up um and um yeah this will be a direct connection to Avengers the Kang Dynasty which should not surprise anybody considering Kang is in this movie and then there's Avengers movie with Kang's name in the title so I don't know if they really needed to specify <laughs> that particular connection, but I guess they did. Um, so, and it, this is not because all the information I have is from the official D23 website, all the stuff that they put up, which you could, anybody can read. You don't have to be a member of D23 to be able to read this stuff. Um, and they didn't put it in this little synopsis, but I'm. sure that I read something somewhere and I don't know if it was Kevin Feige or if it was maybe like Paul Rudd someone who was on stage at the time did confirm the rumor that Bill Murray will be appearing in this movie so Bill Murray is now going to be part of the MC (laughs) as you do (laughs) as everybody wants to do I want to be part of the MCU. So, you know. And you don't have to pay me what you're paying Bill Murray. So, well, you know, a little a, a little paycheck would be nice. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, yeah. Um, and then to help you get ready for spooky season, um, you know, after watching Hocus Pocus 2, uh, if you want something, I guess, a little more creepy, um, you can watch Werewolf by Night, which will be dropping on Disney Plus on October 7th. And I'm not entirely sure what I'm watching <laughs> with the trailer, to be honest with you. <laughs> it has a very, like, universal monster kind of feel to it which would be hilarious because universal tried their monster universe and it didn't work yeah yeah so it's like 
a like a uni universal monster movie slash who done it agatha christie murder mystery maybe kind of sort of it's just it i mean it's definitely different i mean i'm totally here for it i'm i'm glad that you know marvel uh is is playing around with with different different things you know obviously because you know things like um you know the what if series with the zombies and and the like was very different multiverse of madness obviously going way darker and, and scarier thing you know um for uh yeah with that um but uh so yeah I, i'm totally down for them trying something different especially for something like this where it's just you know it's going to be a, it's a it's a halloween special essentially mm -hmm. marvel has done something for halloween and they're putting it on a dc plus so mm -hmm. you, you could just be like well it's a halloween thing so whatever um but it, it's it just like i don't know or recognize really like any of the characters or anything so i'm go i'm completely clueless on this as far as what may appear in it as far as as but i mean werewolf makes sense because we're getting vampires with blade so mm -hmm. <laughs> you know yeah if there's going to be vampires there's also going to be things like werewolves so i i'm here for it I'm totally here for it. Uh, what's interesting is it's directed by Michael Giacchino. Interesting. Apparently is an established director, but most people recognize his name for doing music. He's, yeah. He's on the score for Everything. Doctor Strange and all the Tom Holland Spider-Mans, among other things. Um, so, yeah. And Thor Love and Thunder. Uh, so that's a uh, that's really cool um uh and then uh don Cheadle showed up to uh present the trailer for secret invasion mm -hmm. seeing nick fury going oh fine i'll i'll come back to earth and get off my little vacation mm -hmm. spaceship i've been on letting scrolls run around pretending to be me uh, uh looking very much like the nick fury that it's like really you know i i try to take a little vacation and all hell breaks loose what the hell is this shit <laughs> mm -hmm. pretty much pretty much so um but uh it's it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun uh of course obviously samuel jackson back as nick fury we're gonna have ben mendelson back as as talos um it's got olivia coleman in it uh which is cool uh you know colby smolders back as maria hill who looks very pissed off that nick fury has kept not answering her calls uh <laughs> we've got martin friedman back as everett ross we've got don Cheadle back as as roadie um you know and i i'm sure some some other people that will pop up that they're trying to keep under wraps for as long as possible <laughs> so and or have not been named yet we still have no idea who amelia clark is playing so 
somebody badass because she's carrying a gun. <laughs> um, and then Don Cheadle talked about another project that he's working on, Armor Wars, um, which is going to be focused on Rhodey. So that's cool. Um, and then, of course, Tom Hiddleston showed up to tantalize the folks about Loki season two. Um, we've not gotten anything new yet, so no, no new fresh looks at um, Tom Hiddleston's magic pants. <laughs> uh, it's only a matter of time. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, and then uh, Kevin Feige. <laughs> We'll see if this, uh, again, write these things in pencil. We'll see if this one sticks. Uh, but Kevin Feige has uh, confirmed, air quotes, that Matt Shakeman, who directed all of WandaVision, so we, we know this guy knows what he's doing, um, is going to be directing the Fantastic Four movie. Um, which is due in theaters in 2024, which is not that far away, actually. No, when you think, no, it. it really yeah. isn't. Like slightly over two years from now, we're gonna get the Disney Marvel Studios Fantastic Four, which pretty awesome. Um, I am, and, I am very curious to see what comes of that because we've had several Fantastic Four movies. Mm -hmm. ranging from middling to utter dog what were crap they thinking? yeah <laughs> um so as yeah. i like to say third time's the charm when it comes yeah. to these things but yeah, yeah. Ever, we're on ever our third since... spider-man we're on our third bruce banner yeah. yeah it's it's like okay i've i've been wanting them to to see what marvel can do with the fantastic four for quite some time so let's let's have it let's see what you guys are gonna do mm-hmm because you can't do any worse than what we've had before. That's mm -hmm. true. It is very true. Oh. Although Stanley does have some pretty good cameos in the Jessica it, Alba Vanessa yes. Force. So. Yes, that <laughs> is true. The, the, the ones with a certain um, captain before he had the uh, before change. he had the shield. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, Chris Evans is in those too. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Although yeah. it, I, I know it won't happen, but it would be hilarious if if they got him back for, to be Johnny Storm, <laughs> and they would be like, "What's going on?" Or that's a multiverse. They'd be like Steve, like who's Steve? Well, Steve, yeah. yeah. Steve, or or we could get the or we could get the joke like they did in She Hulk with. So. we shall wait and see uh, we don't even know who's going yeah. yeah we don't we don't yeah. even know who our fantastic four are gonna be yet i mean yeah true we can kind of probably safely pretty safely assume that our mr fantastic is gonna be the same one that we already saw we we saw recently yeah. john krasinski with maybe, maybe clean shaven in this universe yes instead of having i wouldn't i wouldn't mind having him it's like okay yeah he was a multiverse it, version, it would make but, sense it, yeah, i think, like, I think so, it makes sense so but as far, actually as, far as the other three it, we have we have no idea so yeah well we'll find out won't we 
Yeah, in slightly under two years or slightly over two years. I mean, we'll start seeing things sooner than that, I would think. Unless they pull a Thor Love and Thunder and be like, yeah, no, we're not going to give you a trailer till like a day before it comes out in theaters. Uh, <laughs> that's one way to do marketing, I guess. Well, <laughs> we won't go there. It's a way. I didn't say it was a good way. I just said it was a way. Yes. Uh, well it, it it definitely there that was definitely a thing <laughs> yep um and then we got uh uh the cast of echo uh so the audience got to see a, a little bit of sneak peek footage from that again not been released to the public um but uh, apparently this is going to be the fallout of uh maya's actions in hawkeye um and since vincent d'onofrio was already there hey why not bring out charlie cox and talk about daredevil mm -hmm. so, <laughs> uh, which is not under production yet but they have mentioned it's going to be 18 episodes Ooh, Ooh, wow. okay yeah sweet yes well all right then any yeah. ideas if Foggy's going to be showing up? No idea. No uh, it idea. Would, would be a shame if he didn't, but we'll yeah. see. We, we just got. I mean, we don't even know exactly what's happening with Matt right now, other than his short appearance in, in Spider-Man, and he's not popped up on She-Hulk yet. I, hopefully, that will change this week. Uh, mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> And find out exactly what's going on with Matt Murdock, and hopefully maybe that'll give us an idea, maybe of where this will go. Um, so but we yeah, need is... we need status updates for our favorite <laughs> avocados yeah. at lock. Yep. <laughs> um, and then uh, Captain America: New World Order, um, which obviously is going to have Anthony Mackie now as Captain America. Um, and we've got uh, some uh, Falcon Winter Soldier alumni who will be coming back for this movie, including Danny Ramirez, who played Torres, and Carl nice. Lumley, who played Isaiah Bradley. So that's cool. We're going to get some more Isaiah. Um, so that is awesome. And then the Thunderbolts, <laughs> which just looks like <laughs> the, the art up on the screen mm -hmm. oh my <laughs> david harbour is ridiculous but we're gonna have obviously julie louise dreyfus back as contessa valentina allegri de fontaine uh nicely said there rachel <laughs> yeah I'm just gonna call her Val, even though she hates yeah. that. Come at me, bro. It's uh, much shorter. David, yeah, yeah, David Harbour as Red Guardian. Uh, Hannah, uh, John Kamen, uh, Ghost from Ant Man and the Wasp. Um, Wyatt Russell, uh, John Walker, the crappy Captain America from Falcon and Winter Soldier, essentially. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, Sebastian Stan um and we're also going to have olga uh sorry Kul kulienko who played taskmaster 
in Black Widow, um, and then Florence Pugh as Yelena Belova. Um, so, uh, but yeah, this. <laughs> it's like they're all so serious and then you got david harper's red guardian just like hi mom (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, and then uh we've got the marvels so kind of our first official seeing our 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 gals together here there's if you pay attention to the interwebs there's been some shots of uh iman Vellani on set as as miss marvel um but i think this is the first time that uh iman tiona and brie have been together out in public together so to see you know miss marvel monica rambeau and captain marvel together along with their director Nia DaCosta is is really cool. So um, and that's set to open July of next year. So but that's it for uh D23 really this year. So I know some people were kind of eh, especially about like the parks and resorts mm-hmm. related stuff. I mean a lot of the stuff was announced like the last d23 expo pre-pandemic and so a lot of the stuff was announced ages ago and unfortunately did not happen necessarily on disney's original timeline because of the pandemic so that's kind of screwed things up Mm -hmm. timing wise so yeah there's not really a whole lot going on in the the parks and resorts here in the u.s um other than uh you know avengers campus already getting an expansion when it hasn't even been open in a year yet (laughs) not that i'm complaining um at all and the fact that they managed to find some more room to expand in california i'm always here for it uh because that is not easy no <laughs> they are, they are mm-hmm. packed to the brim there in disneyland mm-hmm. yeah uh, they, they have to take stuff out if they want to put anything new in mm-hmm. yeah it is or, what it is or get very very creative like uh yeah sure we've got on-site parking way over there technically it's still on our property but uh it's all the way over yeah hope hope you like a a 30 minute tram ride to where you park Uh you know yep (laughs) yeah we'll cut that one some slack that was the first one that uh, that walt did (laughs) yeah i mean he couldn't have known that the city anaheim was just gonna you know pop up practically overnight and be like hey look we're gonna create an entire city around you (laughs) because people need places to stay and eat and shop and yes not necessarily in the park no yep. mm-hmm. so, but yeah uh i i don't really, i don't have any complaints about the like the quantity and or quality of the announcement obviously we have opinions about some yes. specific things that they are doing especially yes, we in do. the the film <laughs> portion of the company uh-huh. um but you know we've said our piece yes we mm-hmm. have 
and I had to get that off my chest. I'm sorry, I y'all. I mean, that's why we do this. Yes, mm-hmm. because and and because how the stuff we care about, they make decisions, and sometimes sometimes those decisions just don't sit well i'm sorry yeah but, that was, but sometimes, we, sometimes we have to pull in the theory <laughs> and recognize the decision but it's a stupid ass decision so mm-hmm. and i've elected to ignore it exactly. exactly but there are some things that i'm excited to see so i yeah. am i'm gonna go with it like i'm going to enjoy what i like and mm-hmm. ignore what i don't that's mm-hmm. my thing but i was just gonna say like how how boring would this podcast be if we all just kind of sat there and said, uh-huh, yeah, I agree. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. All the time. Mm-hmm. Yep. That would be very Gotta dull. keep it interesting. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. anyway, well, if any of our listeners want to send us feedback, and that includes hate mail. <laughs> <laughs> in some way shape or form uh maybe not if you get, anyone wants to talk about their favorite part of d23 if there's something we missed or didn't spend enough time on or anything like that uh, drop us some feedback at fiveishfangirls at gmail.com that there's our email address and you can also visit our website which is the fiveishfangirls.com and that has links to our social media to our youtube channel and all the ways that you can support the channel financially, which, of course, we always appreciate all of our Patreon supporters, those who buy our merch and all those other things that we have. And, and, and you know, we love all our listeners and the people who write us feedback and leave comments and likes and things on our on our stuff on Facebook because it makes it more fun. So I hope everybody's doing well. I hope everybody is settling into to september whether that's fall or spring depending on where you are in the world and mm-hmm. i know i know we finally got our fall weather and i'm like oh thank goodness because that summer was killing me yeah. but now i can wear i can wear jackets yeah not quite to sweater weather yet but yeah we're not boiling i can anymore. wear pants <laughs> i can wear long pants yeah maybe boots if i wanted to mm-hmm and I can I walk outside and I don't feel like I'm baking. It's a marvelous thing. It is. Well, we're talking about the weather. That means we need to cut this thing off. Yes, we do. Uh, yes, we do. So everybody, <laughs> stay safe, stay happy, stay whatever it is you do, and uh, we're gonna peace out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. Uh, with that uh we definitely need to uh <laughs> sign off for this week <laughs> this is chrissy saying good night from salt lake city this is holly from wisconsin saying good evening and this is rachel in indianapolis indiana i really really need to get my butt back to disneyland <laughs> <laughs> that, that's moving really high up the list <laughs>
listening to the Five-ish Fangirls podcast. You can find more episodes and information at thefiveishfangirls.com. Any and all books, movies, games, and any other forms of media mentioned are owned and operated by the respective copyright holders. No copyright infringement is intended or implied. If you wish to support the show, the easiest way is to leave us a rating and review. More ratings and reviews will make it easier for others to find the show. If you wish to support us monetarily, you can do so at patreon.com slash fiveishfangirlspodcast. All money goes towards fees and equipment to keep the show going. For official Fiveish Fangirls merchandise, visit redbubble.com slash people slash fiveishfangirls. We love hearing from our listeners and encourage feedback. You can email us at fiveishfangirls at gmail.com. You can also like and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash fiveishfangirls. Thank you so much for listening and may the squee be with you. Thank you.